Welcome to the Symphony Podcast. Today it's Monday, September 12th, and we've got Matthew and I on the pod today. Matt, how you doing, man? Doing great. This is actually the first week in a couple of weeks that we have not had a guest. We've been leaning into the guest episodes for good reason. We've had some awesome guests recently, uh, notably Chelsea Connor and Kevin Eshrick the last two weeks, both. So I think some of our longest episodes we've ever done. Is that true? I think so. Yeah. It didn't feel like it though. Yeah. They flowed really nicely. Both of them, such unique humans, highly recommend going and checking out those last two pods. And today we got a little, we got a going back to the topic based episodes and we're going to approach a hot one, which is stress. And to tee this one up, I just got back from five days visiting two of my most uh, just, just two people I, I respect and admire a ton that are, uh, mentors and friends of mine out in Fairfield, Idaho, which is, it's the smallest, it's in the smallest County in Idaho. There's a thousand square miles in this County and a thousand people in the County. So that gives you a sense of like how many people are out there. Uh, it's pretty sparse, but I went out there, my brother's getting married on Saturday. So I just wanted a little bit of space to reflect and, and think and be on my own for, 10 hours in the car each way and uh, write a wedding speech, but also just embrace a little bit of time for some of my own personal growth. And, um, you know, you, it's like going to summer camp, you know, where you go to camp and you get so fired up and you like think you're going to be this like great person when you get home and then you get home and like life hits you and you go back to your normal self. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that uh, cycle, but I will say I've taken home a few kind of, um, realizations or, uh, I don't know, just some takeaways from the trip. So maybe I'll share those. Uh, but yeah, man, maybe we kick it off with, uh, talking a little bit about, well, I don't know. Should I just, I don't want to jump. I think the, you just go into it. it. I go, go for it. it. All right. Yeah. So I asked my friend Clarence, he's, um, 80, 81 years old. He's lived this life, uh, just a very full broad life. He's had like seven different careers. He's been, a he was a paratrooper in his teenage years in the military. He uh, had an organic farm for many years and uh, grew, ran his own, worked the land on his own property and had a business, um, basically a catering and farm uh, and uh, farm basically near Sun Valley, Idaho, and uh, has also been a river runner, a guide on on uh, Idaho's beautiful rivers. And I just I turned to him with all questions when it comes to life. But in my all my time interacting with him, I've never noticed him have even like a moment of stress or anxiety. Like he's just good to go. And I know he's, you know, he's older, he's got pain. He's talking about how he maybe doesn't have a ton of years left to live, but he seems very at peace. And I'm really interested in trying to just sponge and soak up some of that wisdom. Cause when I do get to his age, a, I want to be as strong and just like physically capable as this dude. We just walked like four miles up a mountain the other day and he's 81 crushing me up the hill and, uh, mentally as well, just like it being in the right place. So I asked him, I was like, dude, Clarence, do you ever feel stress? And he's just like, no, I don't. And it kind of like, it, it kind of clicked with me because I've been thinking a lot about how growth happens incrementally and how like we can measure incremental growth. Like you go to the gym, you get five pounds stronger each week. You see those metrics going up and up and up, but then there's this other avenue of growth, which is more like, I don't know, like a quantum leap or like a major step forward. And so I've been kind of like trying to open myself up to 
if life is willing to give me one of those big quantum leaps in this area of stress in my life. And just talking to Clarence and then realizing that it's possible to just have a complete mindset switch overnight. Uh, I kind of just, I just made the intention that I'm going to let go of stress altogether. And uh, I've been joking with my girlfriend that, I, that I'm just a no stress guy anymore. So uh, you won't hear any stress in my voice. If you do call me out for it, because stress is not part of uh, my existence anymore. Interesting. So <laughs> all over the place, dude, I just had coffee, but uh, no, yeah. I like, I like it. It's a good jumping <laughs> off point for sure. But um, that's an interesting one, right? Because it's like, I tend to believe that like stress is probably like a built in piece of the human experience. And so I think that um, like this conversation is not about not having it because I think it's going to come up no matter it's gonna what come up. Yeah. it's going to, it's going to happen, but more of like, okay, how are we processing these types of things when it, when it does come up? Because I mean, we talked on the phone before we even jumped on here and you're um, it's like that, that moment of, okay, something stressful happens, we react to it. And then, but that's like a critical moment. Even it's like stress happens and then we conceptualize it in our mind. And like one of two things typically happens. Like we either fixate on it and our thoughts and mood spirals into this negative place. Um, and then it keeps us there for however long we're, we're working through it. Or you have an ability to kind of like observe the whole experience from like a third party viewing situation. So it's like, okay, stressor happens. You, witness yourself becoming more agitated, having these negative thoughts. And then you have the wherewithal to kind of like step out of that and be like, wow, okay, what am I actually stressed about? Okay, name it. And then it's like, well, what do I have the ability to do about that thing right now? And if you're not doing that, like, and then it's like, it's a decision. It's like, okay, well, am I doing those things? And if the answer is no, it's like, well, why am I not doing those things? And so at least for me personally, I find myself or I have found myself in the past getting so worked up because I'm feeling stressed about X, Y, or Z that I spend so much time like thinking about the fact that I'm stressed out and kind of feeling sorry for myself and, and doing the victim thing instead of, you know, when I actually pull my pants up and I'm like, dude, these are the 10 things that you need to do. And it will not even take you that long. So like, just do them. And then you cut out all that time about worrying and like, putting your body through these ailments that are basically self-inflicted just because we're, you know, letting a little stress send us into these spirals of negativity. So it's like, so the way that I entered this conversation is like, I don't think that a completely stress-free life is, is going to happen for anybody. So it's like, how can we become better at managing it when it does happen? I don't know. How does that, how does that ring for you? That's the more realistic. That's like translating my hyperbolic language into uh, something more realistic, which is, yeah, it's ultimately how can you be object? How can you like kind of observe yourself going through something, take yourself out of it, be detached. I think the default uh, default aggression is what Jocko says. Like when you feel stressed or like when you don't, there's a lot going on. It's like just move. And then that movement itself takes away the stress. I think. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, because when we're in yeah. that reactive state, you're almost like making decisions that are just bad for you instead of like, I almost think it's better to just like, like you said, if you're going to move great, like if you feel stress and you're, 
your immediate response is to just be like, oh, I got to go exercise this out. I think that's a, a very healthy response. But even if that's not your thing, I think that at least when you do feel it and it comes up and you feel yourself in this reactive state, try not to put yourself in a position where you're, you have to make decisions or actionable steps because that's not going to be coming from the person that you genuinely are. It's, it's coming from that place of agitation and stress that you're feeling in that fleeting moment. Yeah. So let me double down actually on what I originally said, which is kind of this idea of like a major leap forward in this area. And like, I hear you, it's not going to be like a complete relinquishing of all stress, but I have a friend we were having, I don't know, I think it was a bong bowl or something outside my house in high school. And he told me about an LSD experience he had where he went hiking with some friends and he was someone who dealt with depression, anxiety quite a bit. And, um, he got back to the car after the day of hiking and just had like a blast with his buddies. It was like, I think it was his first or second time, uh, using LSD. And he got back to the car and he told me he like felt this sense that he had like left something behind on the trip that day. Like he just was like, man, is my phone in my pocket? Like what's going on? And then he realized that he left behind his anxiety on the on the trip and like i don't know if i haven't talked to him in a few years so like but i do know that from the outside looking in he did have like a major shift and so knowing that that's possible simply telling yourself the story that's possible is kind of like what i'm getting at is like instead of telling yourself like i'm a stressed out person and i can only have incremental growth i can only be a slightly less stressed out person like that's great if you keep moving incrementally that's probably the most effective way to go is slow and incremental growth, but I don't know. And Alondra would be listening. My girlfriend would be listening to this and be like, Kyle always wants the shortcut, but that's not really what I'm saying. I'm saying like, be open to like the beauty of like the human capacity to adapt essentially is mm -hmm. what I'm saying. And believe that it could be true for you too. You know, like don't limit yourself just by the words that you're, you're saying, you know, cause like, and even if you are saying like, oh, I'm a chronically stressed out person, like there's no hope for me. Like if you're entertaining that dialogue, like why not just entertain the dialogue of something that's different and a little bit more positive and just like, it just as an experiment, just to see what's possible, I suppose. Yeah. And um, then we were also talking about comparing ourselves to others, which is a hot topic. Uh, it kind of came up to me and you tell me if this makes sense, but I was thinking about how, and I think it was Nate Bargatze, who's a comedian was saying how it's important to compare yourself, not to somebody who's like, 14,000 steps past where you're at, like who's already a professional entrepreneur, artist, whatever you're trying to aspire to do, but someone who's like one step ahead of you, because that, that shows you that it's possible to take that next step and that next step. And, uh, so kind of this double-edged sword of comparing yourself can be both helpful and unhelpful because comparing yourself to someone in a different situation is, you know, we're all in different situations. So it's not really that helpful in that sense. Uh, and how you take over from here, but how like basically your perspective on consuming other people's work, looking at other people, comparing yourself to other people doesn't have to be negative. Mm. So you jump in here. No, I like that. I think, do you uh, remember what you said though? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, it's just that it's a, that understanding of like each person's experience is so massively different than yours. So like it is kind of trivial to fully compare where you are to anybody else that you see just because the starting points are different. The life experience is different. Every perspectives are different. Like 
you just are never going to get that full picture. So really, you know, just blank comparing yourself of like me versus that person is just never going to give you a legitimate true perspective of like what's really going on. So what I think, because also we live in a time where it's impossible not to be exposed to what other people are doing through social media or just social groups or whatever, you're going to see what other people are doing and, and you're seeing mostly the best things that people are putting out because that's what people want to share. And so it's like that piece is kind of unavoidable. Um, but I think if you're taking things, if you're comparing your, like, I don't even want to use the, comp the word compare, but if you're just observing people that you admire or people that you would like to aspire to be like, it's like, what can you, how can you compare what you're doing now and then take things that you appreciate about what they're offering and try to add it into your day to day situation. And then if you're going to play the comparison game, just start playing the comparison game with who you were yesterday. And so then you're mm -hmm. at this point that you're comparing yourself only with your prior self, but you're also taking the best parts of what you admire in other people and incorporating it into your life in a way that makes sense for you. Nailed it, dude. Yeah. You, I, the thing that I wrote was, uh, look for inspiration, not comparison. That's what you said before the conversation started. And I just love that resonated with it a ton. Just like the, the, it's not that you should not look at other people's work, like just take inspiration from it. I, uh, I've talked about it before, but like knowing your role too, like you're not always like, especially if you're early on in something, you're just like you should be trying to be a sponge and like being curious and recognizing you're a newbie. Like it's all part of the process. So, uh, leaning into that mindset as well, like takes away the pressure I think of like, Oh, I have to be so freaking good. Bouldering for me is the thing where it's like you're in the gym and there's a guy half like looks like a little skinny kid and he's sending stuff that's way harder than you can have like possibly even imagine wrapping your head around. Uh, so you could easily get down and be like, well, that kid's 15. I'm never going to be as strong as him, you know, or you can just be like, well, I, I'm personally growing. So for me, like the physical element, that's why like, I love, uh, these sports dude that are just, it's you and you just get to just like, you get to work hard and see the, see the growth. So it's you versus you, I gotta tell you, if I compared myself to the little groms that are out there in the water, each time I get out yeah. of the lineup who are just ripping Surfing. at like seven years old, I'm like, crazy. I would just be, I wouldn't go out in the water ever because I'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's just like, am I, am I getting better? Am I getting better than what I was yesterday than I was a couple months ago? And that's the real question. I think, uh, that's more important to be asked. Yes, sir. All right. Well, it's a positive one today. We're letting go of stress. We're not comparing ourselves to others and we're building a reteadaptogens.com. If you want to support the pod, go over there, drop symphony in the uh, as the discount code are we allowed to say it new packaging is here uh when you order if you order in the next few days you're going to get the new packaging on uh there it is matthew's holding it up if you're just listening great looking root strength has a new look to it so thanks everyone for listening to this and until next time we're out of here